What's up everybody, it's Hot Take Without the Hot Take here. Here, back with Junior Senior 2 Views for episode 176. Let's get straight into it. Alright, let's talk a little bit of the NCAA National Championship. I know we don't normally talk about college football on the show, but it pays to, I guess, acknowledge that. It's a national championship and it goes to the maze and blue of Michigan. Uh, My brother, your uncle is an alum, so uh, congratulations to University of Michigan rolling right over Washington, and it's Washington's last appearance as a Pac-12 team, as the Pac-12 will be no more next year. Well, uh, Washington's run defense was horrible. It was it was terrible. Their run defense was terrible. They couldn't stop them. Yeah. Not at all. Penix decided, the highly touted uh, prospect, Michael Penix Jr., decided it would be a good time to miss a couple of throws. Uh, it's, it's the there. worst possible time for it to happen, and you got to feel for him. He's a first-round talent, uh, or some are projecting him to be a first-round talent. Um, but uh, the Huskies were just outclassed, just on, just everywhere. They were, yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah, I think what happened was it was Washington's pass against Michigan's run, and the run uh, proved to be the better uh, weapon. Uh, well, in that sense, because well, yeah, because yeah. Washington was throwing a lot. I mean, Penix had got to the point where they fell behind, and then they had to start throwing, and then Michigan defense started keying up on it, and he threw an interception late in the well, game. So well, you know that's what happens when well, they, when well you, the Huskies' run defense was just terrible. Yeah, but I don't think their run offense was that great either. I think Michigan's no. defense stopped that from yes. happening, which made them have to throw the ball around. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Penix; he's a top draft pick. He's a top draft pick for sure. He won't be in the top ten, but he's going to be in the first really? round. Really? I would be. I'm. No. I'm going to call it. I think he's in the top ten. I think there's so there's such a quarterback starved NFL. They there's a team that will get him and not have him start, but he'll be there. I, I guarantee you for sure. But right. as I think the big elephant in the room now is what with Jim Harbaugh. I because still, that is kind of now. Now what? He gets the, yes, he gets the national championship. But if I've said I've said it uh, every off season, I'm gonna stick with it. I think he's staying in college. I don't think he stays with the Wolverines. But and I think he goes elsewhere. What? That to, is crazy. But that is crazy. I don't believe talk. I don't believe he's going back to the NFL. But what? Who's he going to go to? It's not. Look, let me tell you something. I'm I'm sort of have two two feet in different ends of the water. There's a big part of me that would have said if Michigan lost this game, then I think Harbaugh would have definitely considered walking. Now that they've won, I think he might stay just because there's a recruiting edge. You're the you're the toast of the town. It's the first national championship for the team in nearly 30 years. It's the second trip back. Last year was a bitter pill to swallow. You're going to get wheel wheelbarrows of money coming your way. Yeah, why would he? It, it, that's what I'm saying. Right. He's and gonna, so yeah, I think he'll stick around in college, but there's a chance he goes elsewhere. Nah, but I could see nowhere him, else. I could see him sticking nowhere around. nowhere else. That's like Saban saying, "I've had it. I don't want to be at Alabama anymore. I want to go to uh, Tulane Green Green Greenway. I want to. I want to stay." I don't believe the reports that he's heading back to the NFL. It's it. He, uh, there's been too many off seasons where it's been floated around. It hasn't happened. Yep. And I, I, I just don't believe he's going back. It, it's why would he go back? Why? What's yep. it, what's in it for him? There's nothing there. No. Okay. 
let's sh shift gears and we go on to NFL Week 18, the last regular season week. We are now on the precipice of entering the playoffs where there are no teams that are bad. It's all the best teams there. So let's start with the local teams, shall yes. we? Yes. The Giants took care of business, um, handing the Eagles another loss. The Eagles couldn't afford to lose this game, but they did. And that knocked them right out of home field, any kind of home field contention. Finally. 27-10. to 10. Look, it gave them a worse draft pick. But I'm just yeah, happy. It's not about that. But, uh, still but, play. but I am. Play. Yeah, like li listen. But I am happy that Philly got their just desserts and won't be getting a home playoff game because they suck. They're they're not a good team. They're so one dimensional. They reek of fraudulence. Like they hoon, um, and they they have shades of 2021 Steelers written all over them. But in terms of the Giants, uh, pack this season up and throw it in the garbage. Because it was bad from week one. It was bad from week one, honestly, when the Cowboys whomped us 50 to whatever. So, pack it up. Um, so, Wink Martindale will not be returning. He's gone. He resigned. Um, I don't... Look, I feel like he was going to leave. Uh, look, his he definitely did make the defense better in 2022. But I feel like his system was starting to be... Uh, Tweaked around by offensive coordinators. I don't think he was adjusting. And he's a good defensive coordinator. He's a, he's a really good defensive mind. But he wasn't adjusting his tactics. And uh, his system was very all or nothing. And it just got it got predictable after a while. And offenses were just able to hone in on that. Okay, so, yeah, I think that there was probably disagreements between, reportedly, between Wink Martindale and the coach Brian Dable. Uh, you know, that's not a good sign, so now they have to look for a, a, a good defensive coordinator. I think Martindale brought a scheme that was unpredictable, which I thought was effective, particularly from week five onwards. Statistically, they had more turnovers than a lot of other defensive units. Yes. Starters. The other thing to, I, to note is Tyrod Taylor. If he stayed healthy, I think the Giants would have been in games a lot more. Possibly. And I think, you know, look... He can, throw, he, can throw, he can throw the deep ball. So. Possibly, but everywhere else was a problem. It wasn't just the quarterback spot. No, no, but no. May but I, that, but may I suggest a replacement, if they can somehow pull it off? Uh-huh. What's Vic Fangio doing nowadays? He's with the Dolphins. He's still, oh, he's with the Dolphins. Okay. <laughs> he's under, oh, then he's going to leave. He's, under, he's with the Dolphins. All but right. if he does leave, I want, I would love Shane to pursue him uh, hard because okay. he'd be fantastic for the system. All right, so let's talk about the Jaguars. <coughs> to be choking, as well as the Jaguars, who at one point were eight and three and controlled their destiny, and went right down the toilet. Collapse. And went one and five. It's a collapse. Yeah, I. It, it's it, this is inconceivable. I don't know how they managed to do it. I really don't. They had this division locked. Locked. And I don't know how they've managed to blow it. Well, I don't understand it. I think there's a lot of things. I think they had... Look, I'm not taking anything away from the injuries. Injuries are going to happen regardless of the season, or what point you're in. But the offensive line was struggling. Trevor Lawrence was banged up. Yeah. He had a bad shoulder, bad ankle, uh, you know, concussion protocol. So he was dragged back into this game. And there's something about Tennessee in the last game of the season. 
do we not forget last year when you know who our man Carson played the game of his life, ruined it for himself, and Indianapolis were ushered out of the playoffs by losing to Tennessee. There's something about Tennessee being the spoiler. So they do it two years in a row. And, you know, if you're Tennessee now, you know, it was not a great season. Let's talk about the head coach. I forgot his name. What's his name? Doug Peterson. Not Doug Peterson for the Jaguars. Oh, about the Titans. Doug oh, Vrabel. Vrabel, sorry. Mike Vrabel. There's talk about him potentially walking away. I, I think he's good with the players. We'll see what happens there. Well, we do know Derrick Henry will most likely be gone. Yeah. I mean, he was going to get traded at one point, but that didn't happen. But, you I know what? See, I could see DeAndre Hopkins gone as well. Yeah. Uh, they definitely need to shift into rebuild mode. It's time. Um, and I think they need a new voice in that locker room. I like Vrabel as a coach, but I think they need to start over. Okay. So the Ravens lost to the Steelers. The Steelers... Enter the playoffs, much to your chagrin again. Mike Tomlin, he's making lemons with lemonade. And Mason Rudolph is his third-string quarterback, and he's making it happen. They ran all over the place. Fair enough. Let's put this in perspective. All this, Most of the starters weren't playing in this game for Baltimore. You had Huntley as a backup starting. I don't think the Ravens really cared about the game. You know, this was going to happen. You had a lot of teams who were already locking up playoff positions, sitting there, guys. So that's it. Steelers move on. They enter the playoffs. They're gonna. Um, we'll talk about. They're that losing later. by thirty. Okay. All I'm right. already making my prediction. Okay. So let's move forward. We will talk about the Lions and Vikings. Not much to see here. The Lions already secured a playoff spot. They whooped up on the Vikings. Uh, a river dirt shade to the Vikings. Nick Mullins, another craptastic game, and we move forward with that. Uh, the Saints and the Falcons. Ah. That's calling it, my boy. I tell you, you haven't. You got a bug in your bear, being your bonnet about Arthur Smith, and guess what? Arthur Blanks walking the sidelines, watching the same game. Why? See ya, Arthur. This is this is probably the most deserved firing <laughs> out of of any head coach, not uh-huh. named McDaniel's, yes. and not named Staley. Uh huh. Arthur Smith, man, uh-huh. what was he doing all year? Uh-huh. Like, if I was uh, if I was a Falcons fan, I'd be ranting every single week because they he outright refused to use his three first round talents that he we know did, that he oversaw. We've heard this before in favor of Jonu Smith, Tyler Algier, and Kaderil Hodge. All right, so that's it for Arthur Smith. Um, I think the other thing to consider is who's going to be the next quarterback because Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke, poo-poo, no good. Both of them were inconsistent, and he kept moving them around. So that's it for Arthur Smith. As for the Saints, they're looking at – you, you want to know a name I've, they've looked at for a potential replacement for Dennis Allen, who, by the way, is staying next year. He's staying. He's not going anywhere. That I've heard John Gruden thrown around as a no, name. he's not going anywhere. John Gruden's in a cell in a basement – in his big palatial house, receiving his, his still has his money from the Raiders, and he's not going to come out of hiding. He's not yeah. going anywhere. So yes, Dennis Smith staying on board. Uh, of course, Arthur Smith directed his frustrations right at Dennis Dennis Allen. Yeah, not Dennis Smith. Dennis Allen during the end of the for game that, for, that. for the running up the score. So apparently, it didn't look right because then Jay, you know who came in Jalen Jamin James Winston said we it was my idea. I, so basically. Dennis Allen looks stupid because where is his control in his team to be running up the scores? Who knows? Uh, in the words of a, in the words of a Jets, uh, a former Jets player, his name escapes me now. 
You play to win the game. Yeah, well, the clock stops at zero. Ah, stop on. whining about it. Well, I'm seriously. Old, I, I'm, I'm, that's the goal between young and old. I'm old school. Sit on the ball, finish it, the game. It's, game's over. It's it's so like the unwritten rules in sport are just so silly. No, well, I mean, it's unwritten. Come on. It's, it's there for a reason. If you're playing it, you'd understand. All right, move on. The Buccaneers beat the Panthers with three field goals. It was not a nice game in Carolina, but really. Does anybody care about Carolina? It's a season to forget. The owner, David Temper, I'll change it from Tepper to Temper, um, will now search for another coach. Good luck to the coach who takes on that job. And Bryce Young needs an offensive line to keep him healthy. 62 times sacked this season. Ridiculous. So that's the Carolina in. As for the Buccaneers, they're not playing so Look, Baker Mayfield, he's got bad ribs. He's, in, he's physically not well. So it'll be interesting to see as the Buccaneers will host the playoff game. I'm, I, he well, they are going to the playoffs. Yes, I'm very happy that Baker got his shot, uh, and he he is. And a, he got paid. Yes, he got two million for actually getting them there. He's an NFL caliber quarterback. Is Ooh. he? Is he a franchise guy? Probably not. Well, that's the franchise because with him. You you need a team around him, um, and he's had the right pieces around him. Baker's an NFL caliber starter in okay. the league for sure. And he deserves this shot. Okay. Bengals beat the Browns. Browns sat everybody. We knew that was coming. The Bengals don't make the playoffs. This was the after Joe Burrow's injury. That was kind of it. You yes. can say that was it. That was the moment. And we move on with that game. The next game, the Packers beat the Bears. The Bears kind of needed help if they won. The Packers needed to win this game. We go back to last year, the last game of the season, where the Lions went to Lambeau and beat the Pack- the, ba- the Packers. In Aaron Rodgers' last game, you see Aaron Rodgers walk tunnel with Randall Cobb, and that was it for Aaron Rodgers. So it was very important to win. I didn't realize this. Packers are the youngest team in the league, and Jordan Love was balling, had a great game, and the Packers move on, and that that'll be that, that'll be moving on to Dallas. NFC North, you might have to um, uh, prepare yourselves because Jordan Love might be the future. As for the Bears. Matt Eberflus, he's keeping his job. Yeah. He did a pretty good job ch- turning things around. Eight weeks ago, we were sitting here on the show going, the Bears are putrid, they got no chance, and guess what? They turned things around. Now, the big question is, they have the number one pick from Carolina. What do you do? I've Justin sh- Fields is on the verge of a big contract. What I've, do you do? I've Look, in the last episode, I said I'm not sure, and I've sat on it for a while, and it sucks to see, but I think you do move on from Fields in the, in the end. I think you do, because you think about this, right? You have the number one overall pick. You can reset. You you're putting uh Brian, um the in Caleb Williams most likely will be the first overall pick. You're putting him into a good situation because they've got two defensive stalwarts now in Montez Sweat and Tremaine Edmonds. They've got they and if they address their offensive line, that can get better as well. There there are pieces in this Bears team that can bring them elsewhere. Okay. But I believe that they should move on from Justin Fields. I, I think he can thrive with a different organization. But for the Bears and their current where they are currently, I think getting a new rookie quarterback, four years of control, you don't have to pay him immediately. You can build the team around him and maybe have a shot. Okay, I disagree. I think the, I think the Bears will do the smart thing, and that is shop that number one pick to a team that's absolutely crying out for for a quarterback and get more in return. That's what I think. But we could be wrong and we won't know till the draft. Okay. Commanders and Cowboys, who cares? Ron Rivera, adios. He's See ya. That's it. You knew it was coming anyway. Look, Writing was on the wall, wasn't it? 
he he's well past his expiration date. Um, great head coach in his heyday. Uh, just the game passed him by, and I think he, as soon as he got to Washington, had to deal with Dan Snakeler. I I, I think that was over essentially. Well, and look, it's it's Washington. All the great coaches that go there don't be end up falling apart. I I e uh, Marty Sharp. Well, and look, Joe, as an example, and look, Joe Gibbs held that thing together. But he had a, he, he came there. back. They brought him back. They begged him to come back, and it wasn't good the second time around. So let's just. Move on from well, there. Well, he did hold that thing together. Yeah, but not the second time around. Trust me. Uh, as for the as for the Cowboys, they will be hosting a playoff game. We'll talk about it a little later on. Yep. The Raiders and the Broncos. Nobody cares because guess what? No one's going anywhere. 27-14. They win. As for Antonio Pierce's future? I think they. I think this is the point where they keep him because you got to see what you have in him because... With the when they were in this similar spot, um, yes, I think a year ago, and they should have they should have kept Brasacci. No, two he, years ago, he probably. he probably wouldn't have been optimal, but you would have had a, at least a calmer playing group than what they had with McClownials. Okay, so I think I think they need to right wrongs and keep Antonio Pierce. The players seem to like him. The staff seems to like seems to like him. Keep him around. Okay, I like Antonio Pierce too. I've I've actually had the pleasure of watching. His post-game conversations, post-game speeches, they're very motivational. The, as you, you're, I agree. The players really respond to him. He's an ex, you know, ex-player, ex-champion. Um, it makes sense. But the wild card here is Mark Davis. Period. He yeah. is a wild card. Yeah. And I don't know if he even cares about football with his just demeanor and his bowl cut haircut. I don't know. He looks like a giant kid. That it'll depend on whether or not he makes right. I'd say make the right decision. Well, I think we'll I think see. I think we'll he, see. I want to think he's learned from yeah, trying knows? to skin the Patriots alive. Who knows? So I think this time he he can make the right decision. Okay, uh, Seahawks and Cardinals. Seahawks eked out a win in the hopes of getting in, but obviously not enough because they needed help. So that's it for the Seahawks. They go home. They deserve this. They deserve to not be playing. They do, they deserve to not be moving on. They were awful, awful in this past stretch. They had games where against uh, opponents either on their level or much worse than them that they should have won. And then they had a hard stretch, yep. especially when they had to play the 49ers on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That was never going to come to pass. Yep. So and the they, Ravens. Yes, that doesn't help. They either. deserve to not be in the playoffs. Okay. Simple. As for the Cardinals, look, that was the season they had. The plus, if there's something to take out of this uh, poop sandwich, Kyler Murray really played well down the stretch. Keep him around. And he's going to be the quarterback, he's by good. all accounts. There was, there was doubts, I'm sure there was, but he uh, is the he, quarterback. Obviously, they're going to keep him. Yes. The, the, he's a good QB, Why? and you've already got him locked up for a long time. You have some cap space. Use the draft capital you have. You have the Texans' first-round pick, even though it's not going to be as good. You yeah. have another first-round pick to play with. Use it on some good youngsters elsewhere. They okay. need help. All right. Another 21-20 game. The Rams just pipped the post on the 49ers. Um, Carson Wentz. Hey. Hey. I mean, granted, it wasn't against the starters, but hey, hey, someone's looking for a job. So Carson Wentz is out there. He actually, we'll see what he happens. Actually he, threw his, he threw an interception. He, he, that's what Carson Wentz does. He actually performed in a crucial game. But that's what Carson Wentz he, does. He, he does throw an interception. He actually performed in a crucial game. Yeah, well. Hell is frozen over. Well, they needed it, they got it, and they move on. Okay, the Chargers and Chiefs, yawn fest. Chiefs win 13-12. 
Hey, look, no one was playing. Blaine Gabbert got a chance to to dust off the old knees and play. All the starters were down. As for the Chargers, who were the team that had a pretty bad season at five and twelve, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah. Um, oh, now yeah. they look for a head coach, obviously, because Brandon Staley hasn't been there for a while. Yes. And so they'll have to move into this coaching search. God knows who's going to be. They need they need a huge huge overhaul in terms of their roster makeup. It's not a good roster. And they were really relying on, um, on, on. Uh, I, why am I forgetting the, the I quarterback? Know, you have asleep. I forgot. Mahomes, what? not Mahomes. Mahomes, not Mahomes. They were relying on Justin Herbert. Why? Why would they Justin were relying, Herbert? Yeah, Herbert. Herbert. They, they were relying on him to make them relevant this year. Okay. And as soon as he went down, they looked like they should have been competing for the number one overall pick. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is the one of the exciting games. The. Um, Actually, let me talk about Chiefs for a second as we go. Chiefs will move on. They will host the loser of this next game, the Bills and the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins lose 21-14 to the Bills. It was, look, the Bills got lucky because Josh Allen was making mistake after mistake I would after lo- mistake. I would love to ask you how you think this, this Bills team is are sleepers in the AFC. Well, I look, would love to ask you. I would say this. I, this is what I'm going to say. Josh Allen needs to cut his mistakes down. He needs to cut them down big time because he just is so sometimes careless but, with the but ball. But why do you think they're sleepers in this AFC I'm still going to say they have a chance. They, they No one gave them a chance before. They've now – they moved from six seed to two seed. What? In a matter of weeks and things just fell their way. Maybe they'll beat the Steelers. Okay. They'll probably beat the Steelers. But anyone past that, no chance. Okay. So, no, no. So, no, no, no. But the other team in that mix is the Dolphins. They're not. They are pretenders. They've been pretenders for a while. And this game showed it. They've been banged up at the wrong time. Tariq Hill got off the field now. Their defensive and defensive players are in trouble. Chubb's hurt. Jalen Ramsey's in trouble. They're in Big, big trouble going into the playoffs. Absolutely. It's a playoff appearance. Hooray. But it might not be for long. Yeah, but they blew the AFC East lead. Well, they had a chance to win, win this game, and that was not a question, right? They blew it. They blew it. Yeah. Okay. So now we will move forward okay. to the time of playoff football. Yep. So now we have – we'll start with the AFC. The AFC, it's the wild card, which is going to be played – on Saturday, the Saturday game, um, it's the Texans rookie head coach, you know, D'Amico Ryans, mm-hmm. uh, rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud, rookie of the year, of course, hosting the Cleveland Browns, Joe Flacco, and others. What say you for this game? This is an interesting one. Um, Flacco has been on fire recently, um, and I think it's a chance for the Texans to get their feet wet. But I think the Browns have so much momentum. The Texans are still so banged up against this defense. Give me Cleveland. All right. I'm going to take Cleveland, too. I think a couple of things. The Cleveland defense, um, as I've mentioned before, um, is pretty pretty, pretty daunting. And it's pretty, um, it's yeah. pretty electric. It's yes. pretty fierce. C.J. Stroud's going to be up against it. He's going to be running for his life, I think, in this game. Um, and I believe the experience of Joe Flacco We'll put Cleveland over in this game. I Absolutely, yeah. Okay, uh, the next one we have <laughs> a Saturday game that, by the way, the NFL's gone. We're not going to show it on free to air. We're going to force people to pay for it. It's the Dolphins going into 
a cold and wintry Arrowhead Stadium. Temperatures are going to be barely above freezing, so they really asked for it against the Chiefs. Both teams have been playing like garbage the last couple weeks, but the Chiefs have looked just as bad, if not worse, than the Dolphins. So this is a tough game because the elements are going to get in the way of what they're going to be able to do, but I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to run. There'll be a lot of running in this game because if the elements are that bad, the passing is going to get affected. Yeah. I'm going to say the Chiefs win, but it's not going to be blowout. It'll be close. I'm going to agree with you, but I also think that Chiefs will implement short passes, especially with Kelsey on the field. Um, I, I believe the Chiefs will win this game pretty easily because the Dolphins are just uh, are just a pile of dung, okay. essentially. Okay, the next game we're looking at is moving to Sunday. The Bills will be hosting the Steelers. Uh, by all accounts, Ben Roethlisberger is not coming out of retirement to start for the Steelers. It'll be Mason Rudolph again. Um, it'll be a raucous Newmark Stadium or a Rich Stadium, whatever Ralph Wilson said, whatever stadium name you want to call it. It'll be or New Era Stadium if you call it. It'll be raucous. I think the Bills should win this game. I believe that they will stop the run because they. Remember, Pittsburgh rang over Colts and Ravens, but yep. they didn't have a, a defense. And I think the Bills will win this one handily. I think it's safe to say for me, if <laughs> if the Bills lose this game, you can say goodbye to Sean McDermott, and you can say goodbye to Brandon Bean. Both of them might be gone if really? they lose. Really? But I think that the Bills will win out in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they somehow, somehow lose to Mason Rudolph... I don't I don't know what to say. Okay. Now we have we'll move on to Sunday. The Cowboys, of course, we talked about them. They'll be hosting the youngest team in the league, the Packers. Um I'm gonna say experience because the Cowboys have been here before. You don't I mean the amount of pressure that Mike McCarthy must be under, the sleepless nights he would be having going into this this weekend will be immense. Yes. Um I'm gonna say the Cowboys begrudgingly just because they have the more talent, more talent on the field, and they have more experience. The Cowboys win this game. Micah Parsons will be absolutely chomping at the bit to get to Jordan Love. He will be, he will have his face on a dartboard throughout this week. Yeah, looking for that dude. And, so I yeah. think the Cowboys will come out hungry, right? Looking for the win. I think they'll get it. But what can go wrong will go wrong. And I think they will eventually lose in the divisional because that's who they are. Well, let's just start with the wild card. The Cowboys will win this game. Okay. Yes. Um, and it's, it's a chance for Mike McCarthy to exact some revenge. I don't think so because Aaron Rodgers is not there anymore. Oh, whatever. The next game, which is interesting, of course, because we saw two quarterbacks go in opposite directions. Jared Goff goes to the Lions. Matthew Stafford goes to the Rams. And the trade and worked out And someone worked out. Well, it worked out more for Matthew Stafford because he held up a trophy and Jared Goff has yet to get there. Now, this is the first home game. Let's just make it very clear. Detroit Lions fans would be absolutely quaking Ford Field. It's the first playoff game in over 30 years. Last time the Lions had that situation was Barry Sanders against Cowboys. What say you mean? You mean home playoff game? Home playoff game. Because they were in the playoffs in 2016. Uh, Correct. I'm talking about the 90s, the last time they had a home playoff game. Um, It's going to be an interesting one. This is this is weird to me because 
the Rams have a pretty functional offense, especially with Puka Nakua, man. That dude is something else. Mm-hmm. That dude is special. But I don't know if... I don't, I've had questions about the Lions' defense all year long, and I, I still have questions about their defense. I don't know... I I don't know. This game might be close. I think the Lions have liked to do this thing where they make things harder than they need to be this year. I don't think that'll be any different in this game. I think the Rams will push them pretty far, but I think in the end the Lions will get the win. Okay. Um, St. Brown. St. Brown's a wide receiver. What his full name? Amon Ross. Amon Ross. St. Brown's gonna go off in this game. He's a really good wide receiver. He's very good. Yeah. I think that the Rams. The front four with Aaron Donald is scary, but if they can get to the secondary, well, I think they the, can... the Lions have a very good offensive line. Taylor right, we Decker, know that. We know Frank Ragnall, yes. Panay Sewell. Right. If they can just hold that and get and have give Golf the time he can to progress. David Montgomery has given them stability to running back, something they haven't had in a long time. I think the Lions win this, it's going to be closer than people An think. An interesting wrinkle, though. Sean McVay knows Goff. Yep. He knows his yep. tendencies. He's certainly going to be telling that to his defense. Sure. Okay. Next. Uh, we have, lastly, for this wild card round, on a Monday, in the big sombrero, homage to Chris Berman, the Buccaneers will be hosting the hapless Eagles. The Eagles need to get it right. I think they have to. Otherwise, they go home. They look bad. They've lost five. They lost five out of six to end the season. Jalen Hurts looks tired. Everybody looks tired. Um, AJ Brown might, may or may not play. Who knows? He suffered injury in the giant game. Um, I'm going to say the Eagles, but it won't be by much. I don't think the Buccaneers. I don't think Buccaneers have enough. I don't think they have enough running game. Baker Mayfield's hurting. I think the Buccaneers are going to lose this game. They've looked up and down anyway in the South. I'm going to disagree with what? you. You're going to say the Buccaneers. It, yes. What? Because the Eagles oh, are man. are trash. The oh, Eagles man. are not a good football team. I know they they're have not. Looked, the, the they have looked, they've looked more fraudulent than Bernie Madoff these, this past month. Honestly. Mm-hmm. They, they are so one-dimensional in offense. Their secondary has been so questionable all year long. Even their front four in the past couple games hasn't really, really been able to generate much momentum. The one, you know, the one part of their defense was which was their saving grace. So no, I don't give them a chance in this game. I think it'll be close, but I think they'll lose. Okay, all right. So that's it for our predictions for the playoffs. We'll see what happens when the results come in. Yeah. Now, we as we talked about the coaching massacre, we know that Monday is always the the, the day for coaches to get killed. Arthur Smith got killed. We know that. Ron Rivera got killed. Uh, Bill Belichick's still up in the air. He's meeting with Robert Kraft. I say Bill Belichick stays, but loses the GM hat. I think it's, That's what yes. I think. Um, I actually very much agree with you. I think it's more than enough time to say to Belichick, look, just step down from the GM role. He has made... His drafting has been horrible. Well, I don't, the past, I don't think the past the, six I years. Think the drafting's been bad, but then you, you only draft based on what you see, and then the player has actually yeah, but produced. it's but it's so been but it's been here. bad. It's been bad yeah. drafting though. Okay. Even on the day, it's been bad drafting. Right. Cole Strange in the first round, anybody? Yeah. It's been bad drafting. Okay, so we know that that's happened. Um, I don't think any. I agree. I, I'm agree with what you agree with, which is me. Uh, I don't think. Bill Belichick's going anywhere. I don't think he'd go anywhere near Washington. 
the destination to go to LA would be weird. I can't see Belichick in the sunlight just grimacing and just being ornery. I think he stays where he is. I don't think he goes anywhere. We talked about Mike Vrabel. He could move on. He might not I move think, on. He may, I, I think may he, not. I think he leaves on his own accord. I think I think he knows he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. No. I think it's yeah, I think I, I think any team would be would would benefit from a Vrabel system. Sure, but he, he probably doesn't. And we'll but see he what needs some new guys. He need like a jolt of youthful youthful energy in the lineup. And the one person who should feel just the extra special bounce in his step is Robert Sala. Yeah. Right. Even Jet fans know that without Aaron Rodgers giving the say so as the Godfather and everybody kissing his ring, that he would have been out of a job. Regardless if the Jets had won or not, yeah. If the Jets, even if the Jets beat the Patriots without Aaron Rodgers' influence, he would have been fired. I feel. Look, I, and I'm. I'm. Look, I'm happy that uh, that Salah and both Salah and Douglas stayed because they both deserve to stay in their jobs for at not least him. one more year. He's Salah, Salah. Well, it's playoffs a bust next season. Of the course. Jets have to but, win ten no, games. No, are you talking about Salah? Yeah, he's dreadful. He's not. He's a good His head coach. record is doesn't reflect that. He's bad. His record is bull. Last last season he was he was missing a lot of his good talent. Uh, he's just a uh, bad coach. La- last season he was missing a lot of his good talent. Brees uh-huh. Hall went down. Okay. A lot of their defensive guys went down. I'm not Eli- defending the Elijah Jets. Barrett Let's start with down. this. I don't care about the Jets. Yeah, I'm but I'm I'm defending Robert Sala, not the Jets. Nah, he's bad. Robert Sala did not deserve another I'm, I'm season. I'm defending Robert. Thank Sala. God for Aaron Rodgers. That's all I can say. I'm defending Robert. Aaron Rodgers wasn't the quarterback. But, That's it. And this year, what the hell? What the hell was Aaron Rodgers? He went down for the count with that Achilles yeah, injury. Yeah, didn't throw a single pass. And you had to put you. He was forced to chuck Zach Wilson out there when you had no other viable yeah, but option that, behind but him. That blame is with Joe Douglas, no? Because they put Zach Wilson out there as a backup and didn't have another a better backup. They had Tim Boyle or Moyle, and he stunk. Look, it doesn't matter. Well, I Robert Salah should be but praising Lord that Aaron Rodgers I has that influence. Look, I would have I I didn't want Salah to be fired because I think he's a good coach, but I would have understood it. If they had canned Douglas, there's there's no excuse. Douglas has had good drafting over the besides Zach Wilson okay. has had good drafting over the past uh, uh, in the time that he's been given. Okay. He's right. given them this core to at least try to go to the playoffs. All right, let's move on. That's enough. Okay. Uh, you asked me that question. Yep. Thoughts on the OG Ananobi deal for the Knicks? So far, they're, well, to date, they're 4-0. That could have changed. Um, it was surprising to me that they didn't keep um, Emmanuel quickly around, but he was also the last year of his contract, so I can understand they didn't want to re-up. Um, and R.J. Barrett going home, that's fine. They've been courting Ananobi for a while. He can play multiple positions, so he's got height. They're he can have shoot to, the three. Gonna, he's, so, a free yeah, agent. he's a free agent. I know. They're going to have to pay him a bit. I know. I, I don't but, know if this moves them up that but, much. But I also think it frees up some cap space um, down the line, which means, and I think it signifies that the Knicks want to go big game hunting, which you've been talking about for a while now. So yeah. I want to pose this question to you. Who do you think they target with the savings? I'd like to say Donovan Mitchell. I don't know if that's going to be something that Cleveland's... Look, I don't I don't think... I think it's there, but it hasn't really meant a lot. It hasn't really moved Cleveland up as far as being that elite team with him. And well, I well, think, what would you have to give up for him? Well, that's the question. What does Cleveland want? 
Do they want future draft picks? Do they want money? It, it, I don't know what the Knicks' books look like as far as draft picks, as far as all that other stuff. But ideally, Donovan Mitchell. But does that, for me, it's all does about... Does it move the needle for you, Knicks? Right, though. but for me, it's about timing. Is that going to make the Knicks that much better to catch up with Boston and Milwaukee? No. So I don't know if they're going to make a move well, outside gonna, of that. The to, trade deadline's coming close, so we'll see what they do. Well, I don't think they target anyone in this trade deadline. I think they maybe make some smaller moves and then wait until the offseason to see if they can target a superstar. I All think right. that's what the Knicks are thinking. All right, let's move on. Next question to you is, is Darvin Ham the reason for the Lakers' struggles? Darvin Ham, I don't know. He's sort of a... I, I, I think about Darvin Ham, and I think... Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's not a bad coach by any means, but he's not, he's not like, you could do a lot better. But can you really put all of this on him? Uh, can you really put everything on him? I, I don't know if you can. I, and I don't think, I don't even think it's a, it's a, a problem or, or it's anyone's fault. I just think things have not worked out with the Lakers because by all accounts going into this season, with the depth they have built, with the money they shelled out to to some good guys, then they should have been top of the West right now. But it hasn't worked out. Cam Reddish can't shoot. Max Stru- uh, Max is it Struess? No, Struce. no. Gabe Vincent. He's Gabe, out anyway. He got injured. Gabe Vincent's he's been surgery. injured. He's, on, um, he's getting surgery. He's the, gone. the other dude. The other dudes they brought in. Christian Wood is has been horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the I think it just comes down to the players. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if. If Darvin Ham really is to blame here. Well, you know what? Talk to LeBron. It's all, it always comes down to it, right? Talk to LeBron. David Blatt, anybody? Does anybody know where David Blatt is? David Blatt's probably on in a hole somewhere because LeBron made sure to get rid of him very quickly. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's Darvin Ham. I think Darvin Ham's tinkering with the lineup to try to find a good something. fit. Something. I mean, he took D'Angelo Russell off the starters. Good. Off the bench. They can't shoot. The Lakers, LeBron does a great job of getting the ball to a guy, and the guy's open, and he doesn't shoot. So you mentioned Cam Reddish doesn't uh, shoot I'm, very I'm well. finally, by the way, speaking of Cam Reddish, I'm finally ready to call this dude a bust. Well, I'm, he is I'm, a bust. I'm done. It's like his 10th I'm team. done with him. It's like his 10th team. I'm, I'm done with him. I, he had so much potential coming into the league. I'm done. I'm but done. I don't think that Lakers can make any kind of move that's going to change it. No team in the It'll be a team. From but the what East. are the what assets do they have? They to, don't have anything. What desirable assets do they even have to expend at this point? They don't have anything. So, Nothing. I mean, I think that the Lakers are just going to be who they are. We talked to Bob the boy, boy Monroe about this. Who's I guess quote unquote? They have to just who's pray. A, who's supposed a Lakers fan and well, he believes well, that this is going to Things in the second. And this was the exact same situation they found themselves in the beginning of last yes, season. And then Rob Palenka and the, pulled off the tricks. Yes, but. And then things started to click together. Maybe things happen. Maybe Palenka finds one more trade that that gives them a key piece. But I Maybe don't know. Not. Maybe not. Okay. All right. Um, question. Uh, I got you for yes, this one. Yes. Okay for the Mets to pivot towards free agent Cody Bellinger. Well, the answer to that is they're not gonna because they signed Harrison Bader to another another one of these one year con another one year contract. So I don't think I think Cody Bellinger's out of the question now because Cody Bellinger's an outfielder. Guess what? Harrison Bader's an outfielder at a much less price, much lower price. So I don't know if Bader's going to be center field, and that means you move Nimmo, or he's going to be in left field and you keep Nimmo there. Bader but is- another one-year freaking contract. What a disgrace! What a disgrace! We can see this coming. 
I see this coming now. This is this is this is just typical. It's starting to become very clear that Steve Cohen is trying to the luxury tax is in his face, and he's trying to find nickels in his pants. That's what I see. You think disgrace? You think Steve Cohen is starting to tighten his wallet? He's got a small market general manager who's talking him into this. Going, there's a one year deal. We got another ex Yankee. That's exactly what we need. Another ex Yankee. I don't know if they did it because sentimental because Bader and Alonzo played together in Florida State or Florida. They played in Florida college ball. I don't. They're both friends. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. As a Met fan, you are always watching over the bridge, and you see Yankee Stadium, and you see them, Juan Soto, this person, that person. They're not done yet either. Yankees are quiet. They're going to make another move. To be totally fair, they they have expended a lot of money on big-name talent. Even last year, it just right. didn't work out. Right. So, so what are you doing? I, I can't I, tease people. I, look. You I can't look, tease the fans. Look. look. I believe they're trying to improve on the margins. Margins? Yes. I think because that that's where they lacked. If you looked at the team last year, that's where things fell apart. Look at the Dominic Leone, anyone? Jeff Brigham, anyone in the bullpen? And, the, and their depth in the outfield was pretty bad as well. I mean... I don't know. I, mean, I just think that I mean, it's, it's, I think, it's just a sign of things to come. That's what I see. You think... Oh, I see it as... You think Steve Cohen is now going to be a cheap owner? Well, it's starting to look that way. It's starting to look like he's feeling like, well, these didn't work out, so now we're going to find the one-year ones, one-year here, one-year there. At the end of the year, we can decide to not bother resigning them and start all over again. No continuity. None. It's a disgrace. I, I don't believe... It's a disgrace. I don't believe... I don't believe that's Steve Cohen's MO. I really don't. <laughs> I don't think that's... I don't think that's Steve Cohen's okay. MO. Okay, move on. Move I don't. On. Okay. Um, we'll skip that one. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthdays. Now let's move forward. Happy birthday, or Tatis, mm-hmm. Tatis Jr. He turns twenty-five, so he's right in the cusp of the prime. Yeah. We know that he's had he had some suspension last season for PEDs. Yeah. And he's been moving around. He was in the infield. Now he's in the outfield. Um, you know, it's kind of a situation where the Padres, you could say, well, they lost Soto now. Are they still the team? In the West, they it's going to be they competitive. Might end, they might they end might, up losing Snell. They might end up losing. They're going to end up losing Snell anyway. So, happy birthday to him. Happy belated birthday to Derrick Henry. He of the Tennessee Titans at 30 years old. Yep. A fantastic running back. Probably played his last game as a Titan. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets picked up somewhere else next season. Yeah, uh, That would be nice to see. Happy birthday to him. Uh, happy belated birthday to Cheryl Miller. She, of course, Jerry, the famous Reggie Miller's sister. Played basketball with USC. Scored like over 100, 100 points. points. Yeah, had like, was a member of the 84 Olympic team that won. Happy birthday to her. Um, Victor Webanyama just turned 20 years old. Happy belated birthday. We know what's going on there. He's on a really, 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 really bad team. Yeah. But, you but know, that's what, happens he, he when is, that's what happens when you get number one pick. But he, a bad team. he is a star. Yes. And happy retirement to Ricky Rubio. This uh, Ricky Rubio, man. I, yeah, there was a lot of graphics going around him in the 2008 uh, Olympic gold medal game. He was yeah. 17 at the time. Yeah, 17. He's played in Spain from and 14. And I uh, watched, and when I saw that, I'm like, let me rewatch the game. He played really well in that game. Yeah, he was really, really, really good in yeah. that game. He was taken 
early in the draft many, many years ago. He was ago, taken by the Timberwolves. By the Timberwolves. I believe it was fifth overall. Yes. And then they was, spent their sixth on yes. Johnny Flynn, but oh, passed yeah, on yeah, Steph yeah. Curry. Johnny Flynn. They passed. Johnny they Flynn. They took two point guards. Johnny Flynn. But passed on Steph Curry. Oh, nobody knew, right? Nobody knew. So, look, um, he decided he was going to retire for personal reasons. He was on contract with the Cavaliers. He played for 12 seasons in the NBA, which is pretty yes. good. Injuries slowed him down, but he got been, injured he, a lot. But that's just a that's just the tip of the iceberg. He's been playing professional basketball since he was fourteen. 14. Yeah, okay. It, that, I mean, it, in his native Spain as well. Okay. I mean, that's that's a long career. Yeah. At or around this time, uh, Denar, Demar Hamlin. We know the incident that happened in Cincinnati last year that shut him Honestly, down. Honestly, um, the fact that he's on the field is just crazy to me. Yeah. I, I fully expected. Him once he was conscious, I fully expected him to retire, and nobody would have said anything about it because at the time everyone was talking about Christian Eriksen. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but in the Euros in 2021, Christian Eriksen had a cardiac arrest, and people didn't think he'd return to the game, but he ended up returning to the Premier League. Okay, but um, I didn't think Demar Hamlin, after suffering that, was going to return to the field, yes. and he did. Okay. Which is just, it's its a miracle. Okay. At around this time, back in 2000, the Mets released Bobby Bonilla, and the Mets agreed to defer his salary for 10 years and pay him $1.19 million annually from 2011 to 2035. Shocker. And it, it has not been 10 no, years. No, it's not over yet. So, obviously, that was Fred Wilpon agreeing to the deal because of Bertie Madoff. That's, uh, that's what happened to the Mets, and we're still paying for it. And Bobby Bonilla is still collecting his money. Good for him. And lastly... The Orlando Magic have announced that they will retire Shaquille O'Neal's number. His number 32. He played 30. He was 32 with the Magic. And that's the first number that they retired. So I believe the next number they should think about retiring is Scott Skiles. No? Penny Hardaway should be the next number to retire. Scott Skiles. Did you know Scott Skiles is actually the all-time NBA leader in assists in a single game? There you go. So, But I think it'll be Penny Hardaway next, but, but it's the first number but for this them. one, this this Shaq jersey retirement, I think it's a nice gesture. It's about um, burning and, the and, and the Magic are a good team, and they, they're a good team right now. But I think so. it's also about putting it to rest. I yes. think that was four years, and then obviously there's grumblings about, you know, why did Shaq have to leave? Look, he took him to a finals in 95 but also, without the Bulls and Jordan, which would have been a different scenario. We but, know that you know Jordan wasn't there, yes. and we know if he was there, I don't think they would have gotten that they, far. They did almost beat them in 96 in the yeah, Eastern Conference Finals. Not quite. But they, the reason why he left is because the Magic... Money! Did, yes, money, and the Magic were too slow in offering him uh, right. the contract he wanted. Right. They were way too slow, of course. and he wanted a quick, assuring answer, and he got that from Jerry West. All right, so that's it for our show. If you come from any other platform, welcome. welcome. We do this thing every week. Next, Next week, up, playoffs, we will have results. our um, wild card results in divisional round. Ooh. We will be predicting that. We've got NBA trade trade rumors floating around the place. We've already had um, the big OG Ananobi trade. Will we see more? We're going to have to find out. Got some more NHL Hey, coming. emails, emails. We don't emails. get any. We don't get any, do we? No, we what don't. What is the email address, though? Give it to us. It's anyway. junior, junior, senior, two views, all lowercase. That, again, that's junior, senior, two views, all lowercase, at gmail.com. All right. See you next time. Ciao.